Good morning. It's February 27th. It is a sunny, cold morning in New York with an actual snowstorm in the forecast for the first time all winter. There'll be more to say about the weather in a different format very soon now. But this is your Indignity Morning Podcast. I am your host, Tom Skoka, taking a look at the day and the news. The escaped Eurasian eagle owl is apparently hanging out somewhere right nearby in the north woods of Central Park. But I don't think I'm going to go looking for him. Damian Lillard scored 71 points last night for the Portland Trailblazers as they beat the terrible Houston Rockets 131 to 114. Lillard did it by making 13 of 22 three-pointers, 22 out of 38 shots from the floor overall, and hitting 14 of 14 free throws. Over at Defector, Tom Lay wrote a good blog about how those numbers make it sound like Lillard had a careful and efficient shooting night when in fact Lillard just plain went off. Lay wrote, never has one game better summarized his ability to take what shouldn't be, a barrage of shots taken from way beyond what any reasonable person would call shooting range, and make it what it is, an efficient scoring night. My personal favorites on the Every Bucket highlight reel were the three-pointer he knocked down with one foot on the half-court Portland Trailblazers logo, and the one where late in the game it looked as if he was going to pull up and knock down another long-range three, but instead he just drove the lane, tired legs and all, went up and dunked on Houston to show he could do that too. Damian Lillard, good game. The Front of the Times has a one-column story chasing a Wall Street Journal story over the weekend, chasing the Energy Department's report that it thinks that the coronavirus came from a lab, a conclusion that the Energy Department made with low confidence, based on undisclosed evidence. Some officials briefed on the intelligence, the Times says, said that it was relatively weak. If you're keeping score after the jump, in addition to the Energy Department, the FBI has also concluded with moderate confidence that the virus first emerged accidentally from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Four other intelligence agencies and the National Intelligence Council have concluded with low confidence that the virus most likely emerged through natural transmission. Surely we can expect to hear a lot of emphasis on the conflict among these different assessments and on the strong underlying uncertainty of them all as the House Republican majority convenes its House Select Committee on Strategic Competition between the United States and the Chinese Communist Party and the Oversight Committee's Select Subcommittee on the Coronavirus Pandemic. Clearly, the existence of two separate sets of hearings inquiring into the roots of the pandemic reflects the Republican majority's strong desire to pull together all the various conflicting evidence and give the American people the very best three-dimensional account of the knowns and the unknowns so that no one will have to jump to any unwarranted conclusions about where this all came from. What is Congress there for if not to be a deliberative body working its way toward the truth? And Marianne Williamson is planning to run for president again, making her the first member of the large 2020 Democratic field to challenge Joe Biden in 2024. The Times writes that what brought her the most attention were her spiritual pronouncements, particularly her declaration that Trumpism was a symptom of an illness in the American psyche that could not be cured with political policies. Say what you will about the rest of her accumulated messaging. Great on reparations dangerously kooky on anything remotely medical, but the stuff about the dark and poisoned, despairing soul of America has held up better than pretty much anything that anyone else was saying that year or since. That's the news. We'll talk again tomorrow. Don't let the howling forces of the void bring you down.